Hey, welcome to Simone Shea. I'm Sydney. I'm Shu. And we are here to talk to you about something that is super fun. This is the funnest episode we've done in a while. Yeah, I feel like when we started, we were doing role playing, sex with aliens, and then somehow we have done a lot of more uh, serious topics lately yeah um and after we did last week's episode of crocodile which was a real bummer to research um, it will haunt you it will and uh so we decided to do something that was gonna be a fun time um do you want to tell the people what it is we are covering Cosmos sex tips. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Let's get sexy, baby. Um, so Cosmo is a notorious, like it's the sexier lady mag. When you were a kid, you would love to get your hands on one of those because Vogue and Allure and Vanity Fair and whatever, those are those are fashion and culture mags. Yes. But Cosmo had all the hot tips on how to please your man and you'd be sitting there with your budding breasts about to get your first period and (laughs) you couldn't wait to hear about what life as an adult would be like my friend shauna barsowitz her mom had a subscription to cosmo oh I because I grew up super religious, nothing like that entered right. the house. My mom bought me Vogue, but I had to sneak it in mm-hmm. um, because even that was like too sexy. And I was like, I just love fashion and I want to be anorexically thin. <laughs> um, so I'd be over at Shauna Barsowitz's house and her mom would be chain smoking, having phone conversations with the neighbor about what was in the Sears catalog. Uh huh. That was my favorite thing because I'd never That's seen amazing. A, I had never seen a stay at home mom before then. Uh-huh. And her mom would because the kids were old enough to entertain themselves. Right. Her mom would chain smoke and you'd get they'd get the giant thick encyclopedia Sears catalog. And she'd be on the phone going page by page over what was in the Sears catalog with the next door neighbor. <laughs> That's amazing. They couldn't be in the same house. Yeah. I loved it. Anyways. Well, you know, one of them was cooking dinner while the other one was reading the Sears catalog. Yeah. (laughs) I loved it. But uh, so while her mom was busy doing that, we would be reading her mom's Cosmos and just dying over the scandal of adulthood. I was going to say scandalous. Oh, my God. Could you imagine doing that? I would never. (laughs) It's all about pleasing your man. (laughs) And I love how they always talk about it's always him. So it's like, treat him to a whatever. Right. And it's just a really funny. The phrasing is funny. Yes. Did you read Cosmo growing up? Um, I don't remember. I did read a lot of magazines. I feel like I read like teen, like the teen versions of all the magazines. Because my mom would let me pick them out when we went to the grocery store to like Walgreens. Yeah. But it was always like something in my age range. Okay. Um, But I do remember reading different, like taking quizzes and being like, oh my God, I should wear this color to entice, you know, Johnny at school or whatever the fuck. I love it. So yeah, I definitely was a magazine reader and I thought that it would make me sexier if I did the tips that were given. (laughs) Looking back now, I googled Cosmo sex tips. Because they're notorious for being ridiculous. They are ridiculous. So I found um, from 
I didn't realize what year it was from till after I read it. Uh-huh. I was reading it to my husband. I was like, would you mind trying these things with me? Because it's research. And he was like, well, anything for the show. Oh, he's a good um, husband. <laughs> so I was reading this to him and he's like, when the fuck was this written? And I was like, uh, 2002. Yeah. The one I remembered before we dove in on research was uh, they recommended using basically while you're going down on him, take your hair scrunchie out and then wrap it around his dick like a cock ring and then fuck him. And I just thought, but you can buy a cock ring and not right. get puss juice on your scrunch. Like, I don't want a scrunchie. I don't want to take anything from my hair ever and yeah. have it anywhere near my genitals. But right? like, they, ma- they make things. Do you think it's just to try to be like spontaneous? Yes. Like, ooh, oh, you weren't expecting this. Um, let me actually tell you. Speaking of spontaneity, oh because God. they really, yeah. Oh, real quick, I just want everyone to know Sydney has a handful of index cards because I sent her an article that was Cosmo's twenty favorite sex tips ever. That wasn't enough. She went above and beyond, and I can't wait to see all of the other sex tips you found. I read about 12 articles, oh my God. some from Cosmo, some from uh, uh, other websites that aggregated. Nice. Um, but Cosmo really wants you to seem spontaneous yes. in the bedroom. You know, don't buy a cock ring, use your scrunchie. It's all about, like, you're not expecting your woman to be this spicy. Um, And so here was a spontaneous sex tip they gave you. Okay. After sex, grab your still moist panties from the floor. Use them to tie your hair back to show that you're fun, casual, and easygoing. No. I know. Like what? Wait. Take your still moist panties. So, yes. It's very specific that your panties got moist. You got moist in your panties. You threw them on the ground. You've already had sex. But you want you want your man to think you're so casual. Your man is going to think you're fucking insane if you're trying to tie your hair with a pair of underwear. Yeah. Like, we're getting out of bed. We're going to go run errands. We're going to Costco. And you were like, I'm fun, casual, and easygoing. Let me wrap my panties around my hair. That is so bizarre. And now you have pussy juice in your hair? I don't know about you. I've never had long hair in my life until now. Uh Uh-huh. But I don't like getting my hair dirty because washing and drying it is a pain in the ass. Yeah. So why am I intentionally going to put moist panties in my hair? Also, I just can't stop thinking about how awkward it would be to try and get it to be an effective hair tie. Like, it's going to be weird. Underwear are not meant to keep your hair back maybe this was in the age where underwear was like is it a thong i'm assuming it's a thong now i was thinking it was just regular panties it has to be a thong if you're gonna use it to tie your hair i was picturing that it's like a white cotton hanes panty that has that thick elastic waistband (laughs) and that goes around the leg holes so you just have some sturdy elastic because you're wearing these hanes little girl panties and you just you know what i'm gonna say cosmo Get the fuck out of here with that tip. That is a bad one. Don't do that. It's not going to make bad. your man think you're cool. Oh, my God. This is the one that my husband was like, when the fuck was this written? Oh. Um, it's called Pocket Full of Pleasure. When he's least expecting it, tell your man you need some change. Then stick your hand in his pocket and start rubbing his penis through the fabric, pretending that you're really digging around for that coinage you need. 
when he's good and hard, whispers something May Westish in his ear, like, is that a roll of quarters in your pocket? Or are you just glad to see me? He'll practically burst out of his pants. He'll burst out <laughs> laughing. And that's from Susan Block <laughs> at Cosmo. Um, yeah, he's like, who the fuck carries change in their pocket, first of all? If you say, I need some coin, like some change, I, was, I don't carry any because it's 2018. But secondly, it doesn't always feel good to have rough fabric, like fab jeans and yeah no I just think about dry sex when I was a teenager and how like painful it was actually for the man because he his crotch was just being rubbed raw with like jeans and fabric yeah you get that friction burn I just think this is a bad one well here's my thoughts on it in my experience men generally aren't as into role-playing let alone spontaneous role-playing um Unless you are dating an improv actor, they're going to be more confused than they're not going to yes and the situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you yes. just sneak up on him and are like, oh, I need to borrow some change. But yeah. He'll be like, why? Where the fuck is your purse? Did you leave? Did you leave it in the other room? Like, I feel like if you try to stick your hand, even if it's your boyfriend, you try to stick your hand in their pocket, they're going to be like, what are you doing? What do you want? <laughs> like, I, what is happening? I once snuck up behind uh, my boyfriend at the time. He was looking in the fridge um, for something and I snuck up behind him and ran my hand like over his pants down to his dick. And uh, rather than be like, oh, it's so hot, he was startled and he turned around and punched me in the stomach. Oh, no. Like socked me in the stomach. Oh, no. He did feel very bad about that for a long time. Right. And I, I brought it up. I'd be like, like, if I asked him like, oh, you want to go see this movie? And he'd be like, not really. I'd be like, remember when you punched me in the stomach? <laughs> Because that hurt uh, really bad. Right. <laughs> and he's like, but like, if you knew my life, you would know that more than likely if someone's sneaking up on me and grabbing my dick, it's not a hot chick. It's like oh, no. some bully in gym class. Right. So my response was kind of, you know. Right. Just knee jerk. Knee jerk. Oh, my gosh. Um, That's awful. Yeah. The. The only good thing about this tip is that we both found it so funny that now it has become an inside joke where I'm just like, hey, you got any change? And then I'll just like grab his dick really quick. It's not like I don't try to be smooth, put it in the pocket. I just reach out and like, la la la. Like, I love that. Yeah. So, so that's fun. Uh We've made it our own. Oh, so makes if you know, some of these make them your own. Yeah. Okay. I have one that relates to coins. Okay. Well, while we're talking about Tell me. change. Um, Cosmo calls this one the coin trick. <laughs> oh, fuck. I like, can't even with this one. It's so disturbing. Okay. So you put a roll of coins in the freezer. Then you have, quote unquote, him cover your labia in a warming lube. And then he'll stick the cold coins to your labia um, because the contrast between the warming lube and the cold Nichols is stimulating. Um, so this does require some pre-planning. You need to put that coin in the freezer. It also specifies that the coins be clean. Yeah. Which is I, like money laundering. I was going to say, I would hope so, but they're not going to be because money is one of the dirtiest things 
around. Yeah, what are you? You're gonna you're gonna fill your sink full of hot water and Dawn and scrub a bunch of nickels and then put why them in a. Why not use the fucking ice cube? Yeah, why not use a warming lubricant and an ice cube? Um, that's an option. Yeah. Or some people like a cold dildo. There are dildos like the glass yes. ones that are you can yes. do hot or cold. Yes, there are like. Any basically anything else that's cold. Don't use coins. Here's the thing. Get a flavored edible warming lube, which I'm sure they have out there. Use an ice cube. And when it gets all wet and messy, be like, now clean it up. I am going to have to contradict you on this. Oh, oh, okay. So uh, edible lubes are kind of dangerous territory. Oh, are they? Because some of them have sugar in them, which if you get, if you put sugar oh, near the push, you're going to get a yeast infection. Yes, you are. And then some of them have artificial sweeteners, which also aren't great for your uh, vagina's uh, biome. And oh, so... I feel like we got another topic to add to the list. I actually do have on the list lube. Okay. Um, Because I want to know the history of it right. and the health and benefits. I, as a hippie, prefer coconut oil because... I was going to say um, coconut oil, yeah. It's very good for your pH and the uh, microbiome of your pussy. Pussy. Um, yeah, a lot of those lubes are not great. Where it's okay. like, you can... You can do an edible lube off a guy's dick. That's great. Uh, you want to make sure maybe you get it clean. If Rinse you're gonna, it afterwards. If you're going to have sex afterwards. Get a warm towel. Wipe it down. Yeah. All um, right. Well, strike my idea because I don't want a yeasty after that. No, that's the worst if you have really great sex and then afterwards you yeah. ever. Because I once tried using um, the sponge. Mm-hmm. I think Seinfeld made that famous. Yes. And it's uh, for our younger listeners who don't remember the sponge. It's um, a it's a sponge soaked in spermicidal lubricant that you put up against your cervix. And it's a really good method of birth control. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's such high concentrated amounts of spermicide that it can give you a yeast infection, which I didn't know about until afterwards. I was like, I'm going to try taking control of my right. pregnancy prevention. Um, and then I had the most heinous yeast infection Ooh. I've ever had. Like, it fucking, I could, I like, yeah. That's awful. And I was like, well, I'm glad I had that enjoyable night of sex and now it hurts to walk for a week. Right. Um, Oof. Yeah. All right. Well, let's strike that tip from the list because yeah. that's, I don't like it. Yeah. How about this one? Ooh. Unhand your man. Give your man a massage without using your hands. Before you begin, slowly undress your partner, but make sure that he stays warm. <laughs> if the room isn't toasty enough, cover him with towels or sheets. As a warm, you put a warm towel on him? Towels or sheets? What the fuck is this, Cosmo? Okay, anyways. Then, keeping your hands at your side or behind your back, stroke his body all except his penis, with your face, hair, and breasts. Once he's totally relaxed, rub your breasts against his penis, and he'll be happily, oh, and he'll happily rise to the occasion. I took a lot of umbrage with this because when it started, I, I saw the headline like, hands-free massage. I go, oh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. That's, and then they said, your face and your hair. Yeah. 
You know what I don't want <laughs> to massage? fucking putting their hair, <laughs> shaking their hair all over you. Like, seriously. I was thinking, like, I, I don't know how you would even do it without your hands, but, like, maybe hold a feather in your mouth. Yeah. Kisses, kiss them. I feel like maybe you could do, like, a back massage just by rubbing your breasts on his back or like (laughs) your pussy just (laughs) i mean i'm okay i like the idea of delayed gratification like let's tease let's because a lot of people watch a lot of porn these days and so they're used to the minute they get horny just reaching for their dick you know yeah and i like the idea of being like no 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 no, not yet no 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 i think maybe just using a different tool yeah or even using your hands to give a traditional massage, like your hands and your forearms, because like oh, uh-huh. a, like a nice Swedish massage, but touching the dick last, like right. being like, no, 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 no I'm no, going to no. caress all of you. Right. And then once you're fully relaxed, then I'll touch your dick. Uh-huh. I also uh-huh. don't really want to give a full body massage before no. sex, but like I like Oh god, so tiresome. Yeah, like maybe the back. Um I have this feather that has like a bone handle on it and it and it's a feather which I use to like smudge myself with sage smoke or like Palo Santo when I'm like cleansing oh, myself okay. or cleansing the room. But I think it would be pretty nice to like also use it for like a light yeah. Ticklish massage. Get things going. Yeah. Everywhere except the dick. Yeah. Do you see it? I it's do on, see it. It's on my my counter over there. I, I keep it in an area where Sydney can see it. So I know that Shu has a feather <laughs> for cleansing the room after I leave. <laughs> no, no. Um, oh, okay, uh, do you have another one? So speaking of delayed gratification... Uh-huh. There's a game that Cosmo suggested called House Party. Okay. And no one is allowed to come until you've thrusted in every room of the house. Which sounds like like being like, oh, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so close to being like, oh, you're close? All right. And then like yeah. you have to go to the other room and then pump a little... And then be like, oh, God, I'm going to. No, you can't come. We still haven't fucked in the mud room. That's where you fuck in the ass. <laughs> that's why Midwesterners tell you they have a mud room because that's where they take off their boots. But that's really where they do ass sex. <laughs> oh, DeLorean, you're, I love you're that. I love that. Um, this. It kind of just seems like a pain in the ass to me. Yeah. It sounds impractical because. Sometimes if you stop having sex right before you're like about to come and then like you remove yourselves from each other Mm -hmm. and like start walking to other areas, like it's hard to get it all going again. You know what I mean? Yeah, then you have to like warm it back up and like... It's like you're starting from... And you know what? Yes, sometimes having sex for like hours is fun but most of the time I feel like I'm like it's it's nice to get a good star and do a lot of foreplay and touching and kissing and then it's nice to have like a good solid like 30 minute fuck and and then I'm like okay I'm ready to come and we're like an hour 
of sex for me is like, that's good. That's yeah, that's more than enough for me. Yeah. I'm more into like the experience and the foreplay. The yeah. actual thrusting does not need to go on <laughs> is forever. Jesus. Yeah. I was like, I don't. <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't take that much. No, it doesn't. Um, um, yeah. Fun. Okay. Well, this is one that we've been doing again um, in jest, but it's it's added something to our relationship. Oh. I must say. Um, it's called Heavenly Heartbeat. <laughs> you know what's so funny is I read this one and I did not make a note card for it because I was like, I can't even talk about that. <laughs> okay, so to feel more connected in bed, tune into each other's heart rate. Lay your hand on his chest and have him do the same. You might be surprised how easily you can become synchronized. Since heart rate speeds up during orgasm, if you stay hand-to-heart connected while you do it, you'll feel how wild you're driving each other. And this is from Barbara Kiesling, author of Discover Your Sensual Potential. So <laughs> From HarperCollins in 99. So now when you're um, like ready to fool around, you just, you don't even have to say anything. You just reach over and put your hand on Deacon's chest and he knows. <laughs> no, this is something that... Um, <laughs> Lately, like when I because we started uh, trying these things at the beginning of the week. Yeah. And um, so we've had like five days. <laughs> and when I come home, I'll hug him. And lately he's been going, let me feel your heartbeat while we're hugging. <laughs> and he just like squeezes me a little harder. And I'm like, oh, we're synced. <laughs> and then that's it. like, we're just joking. Yeah. But it, it really adds some fun. That's good. And um, yeah. And then in bed there was one night when I was like let me listen to your heart and I like put my head on his chest and then I was like now listen to mine and I like grabbed his head and put it on my chest I mean I I Uh, do like laying my head on on a gentleman's chest and listening to his heartbeat right um but just the idea of us both touching each other like yeah that is too much like especially during sex like I don't want to be that cheesy during sex where I'm like no palm to heart baby let's let's sink ourselves you know yeah it's fine like (laughs) i and we lay on each other all the time anyways so like that part's kind of natural but it's just kind of fun to be like let me hear your heartbeat (laughs) um okay i have one that this was not a cosmo didn't write this it was a Mm -hmm. reader submission but they published it okay um oh jesus fucking christ Sprinkle a little pepper under his nose right before he climaxes. Sneezing can feel similar to an orgasm and amplify the feel-good effects. Like someone wrote this because it was in the 80s. So someone wrote this on a piece of paper or a postcard and they mailed it into Cosmo and someone at Cosmo read it and put it in like the layout and it was approved by the editor-in-chief and they published that you should where what do you are you keeping a shaker of pepper next to the bed and he's not going to notice and then right when he's about to come you put your hand over his eyes so he can't see what you're doing and you don't get pepper in his eyes and then with the other hand you sprinkle a little like where where how do you coordinate this i'm envisioning like i'd have to be on top i have a little satchel full of gr- fresh ground pepper mm-hmm. it's on my it's on my side like 
laying next nestled in between my thigh and the bed. You're wearing like a Renaissance Festival belt with the there little you drawstring go. pouch yes. on it for yes. your magic powders. Yes, but it, my magic powder is ground pepper. And it, you know what? To take some, um, get your hands free. Uh-huh. Well, he'll be blindfolded. Okay, good. Okay, this helps. And then also that way it doesn't get in his eyes. But I am worried about it going up his nose. Like yeah. that would hurt somebody if you... If it's too much. You have to be gentle with the peppers. So. Just like don't... <laughs> don't do, do this. this. What the fuck? Why would you want someone to sneeze right when they're having an orgasm? I feel like that would be disorienting. And you know, like there's no way they're going to be perfectly timed simultaneously. No. This I is just, such a fucking bonkers tip. Yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, don't do that one. Oh my god. Okay, speaking of bonkers, I have this one called Pop His Cork. Oh no. Try the oral sex technique that I call the screw. This is from Paul Jonides and okay. the author of The Guide to Getting It On, Jeez. which was published by Goofy Foot Press in 99. Okay, so they call this the screw. As you're moving up his shaft with your mouth, turn your head a bit from side to side, letting your tongue follow a corkscrew pattern. When you get to the frenulum, the part of the shaft just beneath the head, be sure to lick it for a few seconds before moving all the way up to the top. Then repeat moving down his shaft. What will drive him wild about this is that you aren't just going up and down. You're also going sideways. It's 3D. Um, <laughs> so twisting is a known yeah, thing to I mean, add to a blowjob. Just twist in different ways and in accordance to your partner's expression of desire. You don't need to have it be so clinical. Yes. And also, I don't think you necessarily need to move no. your head side to side. You're you going to get whiplash. You can move your tongue within your mouth around the dick. Yes. So just so you don't get whiplash, so you don't look kind of weird uh, and crazy. Yeah, like, why is she moving her head <laughs> side, to side, side to side? Side to side. Just, you know, do a, a, a circle movement with your tongue around the dick. Yeah. Just, they just do that. There were some weird blowjob tips. Like one of them was a ping pong situation where you just after his dick is hard, you just slap it between your two <laughs> hands like you're playing ping pong, like side to side. And I was like, that's weird. That's, I, don't I don't know many guys that want you to like be slapping their dick back and forth like it's pizza dough. Right. Um, And then I read several tips that involved heavy breathing on the dick, like oh, like getting it like steamy weird so my 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 favorite they called the hot dog and (laughs) you basically you cup his dick in your hands like it's a hot dog and your hands are the hot dog bun and then you heavy breathe like you hot box the dick basically you don't suck the dick you just between your hands to get it steamy and then he's more hard because you've been heavy you've because you made it hot. Right. And then you suck it. No, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't think a guy wants you to like hot box his dick. <laughs> if you think differently and you want to write in, if you're like, no, dude, I've had someone give you the hot dog. It was great. <laughs> write in and I yeah. will stand corrected. Oh, man, that is so funny. Um, here's another one that we've been doing. That oh, no. <laughs> it's, pre- it's been pretty good. Okay. 
The kiss connection. Oh, no. <laughs> Just anything that has connection in the name I'm upset about already. Share a passionate 10 second kiss every single day. A lot of couples keep having sex but stop really kissing. And that's a shame because it's such a wonderful, intimate act. So just go up and lay one on him. Instantly, instantly you'll feel passion, passionate instead of platonic. What a rush. From Ellen Creedman. Um, so <laughs> this is another one where I've just been like, 10 seconds. Give me your 10 second kiss. Man, I mean, it's but that is actually not a bad suggestion. No, it's not. And um, it sounds silly. It feels silly, mm -hmm. but it's fun. It's because when you're with someone a long time, you can tend to be like, bye, babe, and give a peck on the cheek. Yes. But then let's say you're sending them off at the airport and they're going to be out of town for a week or two. You're going to have that airport kiss. That's like, uh, it's like. Why do you have to miss somebody so much to kiss? Like, right. You know, like, yeah. just let, let's have that passion every day. Yes, let's do it. So um, it does feel a, a little weird to, to try and count while you're kissing. Oh, so you're actually count. You're timing it. I tried the first time. And then after that, I was like, whatever. And then there was one time where I, I went to kiss Deacon and I like pulled away and he made me stay there and was like. That was a 15 second kiss. <laughs> so it's just become like a silly thing. I love but it. I feel like it can it can bring a little bit of fun to yeah, the relationship. I love that. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh here's a quick one. Okay. It's a move called the Rapunzel. <laughs> and you wrap your hair around his dick. No. I don't know what purpose that serves. Why? Hair is kind of scratchy. And it might just be my bleach blonde Tanya Harding hair. Yeah. But I just feel like my hair wouldn't feel good on anybody's dick. No matter how calloused it is from masturbation, you don't want my hair on your dick. And I can't imagine somebody being like, oh, I love it when my bitch wraps her hair around my throbbing cock. But like, why though? Yeah. But why? Why? I I'm like, like a black that. lady in bed. Don't fucking touch my hair. Yeah. Don't fucking touch my hair. If my hair is in the way, hand me a scrunchie. Keep your hands to your fucking self. Do not touch my hair. Yeah. Like, because, you know, any sort of pulling and stuff, it's going to break the edges. That's true. And also, I have this thing about hair and keeping it like out of the way and away from things because mm -hmm. I've heard uh, this happens a lot with babies and moms that like a strand a single strand of hair will get like wrapped around their arm or their leg and you know babies are all chunky uh -huh. so like their skin kind of hides the hair and it gets like really tight around the leg or arm and it starts to hurt the baby and they don't know but they the mom doesn't know what's happening she's like why is their arm all weird and then the you know the doctor examines them and it's like there's there was a piece of hair wrapped around their arm pretty tight and i'm <laughs> i'm not making this up this happened i'm not making this up <laughs> i was <laughs> so curious as to where this was going and it went somewhere much better than i could have even imagined what i'm afraid of is that you might get a loose hair wrapped around the dick mm -hmm. and the guy's not going to see it because the pubes also uh -huh. and it's going to start to constrict the penis. It's going to hurt them. I guarantee if I were to wrap one of my hairs around Lou's dick, 
His dick would bust out of that hair like the Hulk out of a t-shirt. There's no scary. No strand of hair could stand up to an erection. I feel. Yeah. I could be wrong though. I I just I'm just saying it's it's a scary thing yeah. to think about. Yeah. It <laughs> so. is a scary thing to think about. Um and that's fair. Uh, yeah. Um there was another one. I can't find it right now. Um but it was like when you're giving them oral sex, turn to the side so you're perpendicular to the penis. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, yeah, if you're not doing that, like, do that. Like, turn sideways so that they can reach your vagina is what I'm well, saying. Well, yeah, that's kind of, that's a good move because, okay. Okay, Let's actually, talk about different positions. Okay, hold on. Because I have to tell you, it was at the beginning of the hot dog that it said that, uh, but then it went on to be the hot dog. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is have, being sideways so that they can reach and still like finger you while yeah. you're giving oral sex. Because if they, okay, if they're laying on their back and you're giving them oral sex, number one, I don't think it's necessarily comfortable for you to be straddling their legs and then they feel like they're like, squish you know what i'm saying but also if you go to the side perpendicular um they get a nice view of your profile which you spent five thousand dollars getting a nose job to have (laughs) just supposing and um (laughs) and then yeah they can finger you because like i really love sucking dick it's one of my greatest hobbies in life same oh my gosh how have we been friends for so long and we're just now discovering it it's crazy but it's like one of my biggest turn-ons so i'm like yeah it is sexy just just like lightly finger me yes just brush your hand in that general vicinity while i am sucking your dick yeah and i will bust nuts all over them fingers totally it's kind of the best it is the best and also because i feel like sex just i we i've already explained my stance on the podcast that Mm -hmm. men just have so many orgasms (laughs) and that i therefore um am a selfish (laughs) lover yes where i'm like you're gonna bust a nut no matter what so maybe put in a little work to make sure that i do too right like let's just I feel that. And if what's turning me on is sucking your dick, lucky you. Exactly. Let's get knuckle deep. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz for a while there I was like either straddling the legs or on the side of a leg but like next to the leg. Yeah, down, so, still still so, down. Yeah, still down so if he looks down it's like the top of my head. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, what am I doing? Let me come up a little bit where i'm reachable yeah you can see more like you said the profile so that's a good one um that's not from cosmo that's from us that's from us also nothing wrong with the 69 man i have not 69 in a while i've been doing a lot of it lately (laughs) jesus fucking christ who's Um, on top is it sideways I like a sideways 69. Okay. That's a fun. The sideways 69 is a fun That's kind deal. of fun. And yeah. that's easier if you, because some people have trouble orgasming when they're supporting their own body weight. Right. So most people I feel, because you're used to masturbating, most people come easier when they're on their back or their side because you aren't focused on supporting your weight. Mm-hmm. Um, so the sideways 69 is great. I also 
I, I've been doing it on top 69, Ooh. which apparently some people don't like. They're like, oh, it's too much. Tr- I, I don't know. I lift weights. So like, yeah. I don't want to brag or anything, but I got some guns. <laughs> I don't mind it on top uh, 69. It's fine. I like when guys are on top because then it's like <gasps> the balls are in my face. Stop it. I've never had a guy on top 69. Yeah. Try it. <laughs> it's interesting. Whoa. Try it out. Try, try new things all the time. Yeah, I don't um, know. I don't know that I've ever had balls on my face. I mean, it's just funny. Balls are funny to me. Um, I don't necessarily find them sexy, but I do think they're fun. I'm like kind of like nervous. Like I don't know that I'm a master of the balls. Oh, I'm not. I mean, I, I I'm just, like I just fuck around with them every once in a while. I'm like, what like, do these do? Is this? Does this feel good to <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, I've like, heard that. What about this? What about this? What about yeah? Um, I yeah. I maybe I. It's not that I avoid the balls, but I definitely am a little more hesitant about the balls because I'm like I don't. I'm not a master of what right. I'm supposed to do with right. these. <laughs> there was a sex tip on um the top twenty list that was like it was called rub a dub dub and it was like take a bath before you guys have sex to feel intimate or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I mean, I just like, I don't have a bathtub, so we can't do that. But we do almost exclusively take showers together. Oh. It's like rare that we'll take a shower without each other. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. No, that's nice. It just nice. feels good, I guess. I, I personally, I always think I'm going to get murdered when I'm in the shower alone. Okay. That's like when my home invasion um terrors come into play Uh uh-huh but it's nice and also i just feel like deacon could go either way with it but for me personally i really like taking a shower before i have sex yeah he has to take one after and i'm like i'm fine i'll wipe myself yeah Um, i like being i like marinating in my partner's juices because i'm gross yeah i'm a hippie you know i'll just wipe myself i'll pee it's fine it's fine um but i like taking a shower beforehand i like i I feel good especially i was gonna say if if the guy's on top and the balls are gonna be in your face it might be good to take a shower beforehand that's fair i do know that in in a future life in which I am also a married woman, like the height of my luxury yes. would be to have one of those showers that has two shower heads. So when yes. you shower together, you're not like, okay, my turn, my turn. And you're like rotating because uh-huh. showering together is fun. Um, I think I have a problem where I've lived alone and been alone most of my adult life. And I think I don't know how to share the water. Mm-hmm. I think I hog the water mm. and then I get out of the shower and then they can finally finish doing their thing. Yeah. I'm I'm selfish. You have I'm to feral. find that rhythm. I don't. It has to be like, I'm going to wet my hair. You wet your hair and hand me the shampoo. Mm-hmm. I put the shampoo in. We switch so I can rinse. I yeah. give you the shampoo. I put the conditioner, switch, switch. You wash my body while you're in the water okay i'll wash your body when i'm in the water so whoever's getting their their body washed is out of the water i will say (laughs) no this is all good this is lou Lou and i did shower together on our vacation yeah and it went very well oh good so we had four showers together nice it worked out well and Uh we're a good team um but like you've been with deacon a long time so you've been able to perfect it's yeah it has been a process in my dream life if we ever buy a home 
I will make sure there are two shower heads. Because that's like P. Diddy, Robin Leach, lifestyles of the rich and famous shit. Either that or I do really enjoy those shower heads that are like a huge circle and it's like rainwater. It's falling on top of you. Have you washed your hair in one of those? Yes, my parents had one in their house when I was like growing up in high school. When I was in high school, my mom and my stepdad, um, they had one and it felt very fancy i had no idea you grew up in beverly hills tori spelling <laughs> bougie more like glendale arizona oh. <laughs> in the avenues i <laughs> in the avenues <laughs> with a beverly hills shower i went into a charter high school that was in the same parking lot as food city so fuck yeah it was an old movie theater that was converted into a school stop it yeah that's cool. It was cool, actually. The guy who ran it was also a teacher there, and he was very cool. He was very open to speaking about... I went to a sex ed class that he taught, and he was very open about speaking like about the body and sex and drugs. Like He was a really cool guy. When he passed away, a lot of people from the school who had like gone previously and currently went to his funeral. Was, wow. And I think also one of his son's... Was in like a famous 90s like pop punk band. Stop it. Yeah. Wow. I, like Jimmy Eat World or something like that. Oh, yeah, because they're from here. Yeah. Were the classrooms the movie auditoriums? Did they still have the slanted floors? No. Okay. No, they had changed it so it was like regular rooms. Okay. They had like a cafeteria room. Okay. It was a pretty small school because, like I said, it's a charter school. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is. I think, you know, my obsession with buying commercial spaces and turning them into a home because my Mm, dream is to live in a roller rink. Um, There is a five screen movie theater for sale in Blythe, Arizona, which for people in other places, when you're heading west from Phoenix to Los Angeles, it's a border town. Yes. Um, And I just. I'm like, man, it'd be so cool to get a group of friends, buy this movie theater. Everyone gets their own auditorium. Yeah. And when you go to sleep at night, you're watching Netflix on the projector. Um, it also has an arcade in it and an ice cream parlor. Oh, would the bedroom be the projector room over each auditorium? I mean, or? if you wanted to make it cozy that way, yeah. the projection room usually in how a theater is, is it's all it's one big room with the projectors oh, that go into each different I theater. Um, interesting story about movie theaters. Um when I worked at one, it was the new age where you program, you basically get like a flash drive from the movie studio, you load the digital file onto the projector, and then you just time it and everything's automatic for when the showtime oh. start. But back in the day, you had a projectionist who mm-hmm. worked in the projection room and they would run like all five projectors because it was reels. And my friend worked at a theater during that time period, and he said there's just there was just a toilet in the middle. So it was five projectors that went into five different theaters and then just a toilet in the middle because he's like the projectionist couldn't leave in case something happened, like the film snagged or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so he had to have a toilet there if he needed a bathroom break, but he couldn't leave because, you know, film would mess up right. and everyone in the theater would turn and you look up to, you know, where the projection right. booth is like, hey, dude, fix this. And so he couldn't be, you know, downstairs in the lobby using the restroom. And he's like, yeah. So a lot of older theaters that were built during oh, that time, Jesus. they still there's just it's this room that no one goes in anymore. And but there's a toilet. toilet. 
That's insane. Yeah. Here, count on Sydney uh, DeLorean for the uh, entertainment trivia. The more you know. Yeah. Wow. Um, so as you're eating dinner together, <laughs> say something to him. Uh-huh. Like, see how I'm devouring this piece of meat? That's how I'm going to devour you. <laughs> Which is kind of threatening because if you're eating a steak, you have a knife in your hand and you're like, nom, 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 nom. like, no, girl, don't do that to my dick. Yeah. No, thank you. I Put don't the knife like down. that one very much. No, no one does. <laughs> you can try that to uh, Deacon, who uh, she's husband's a chef. Next time he makes you a really nice steak dinner. Yeah. Look up at him and say, see how I'm devouring this meat. <laughs> That's how I'm going to devour you later. <laughs> Just film his reaction. <laughs> He'll probably say some smart ass remark. Oh, I don't know. He's he's really been trying to do dad jokes lately. He's at that age. Upsetting me. <laughs> you don't love a dad joke? Not really. I just look at him all the time. I'm like, oh God, shut up. I love dad jokes. <laughs> do you? Oh yeah. Oh boy. Oh, I love well, I love dads. That's true. Okay. It's all starting to make sense now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I want to say the most embarrassing thing about... um, I don't know that I've told anyone this. Uh Uh-oh. Lou is my own age. Okay. I was going to say... um, I don't know how Deacon knew, but he had remarked to me something about like... I bet she's not even dating a daddy or something like that. Something about like how how could she turn her back on daddies? It's very off brand for me. <laughs> and I just want to acknowledge it. Wow. Um, you know, sometimes we have to try something new. So, yes. And um, sometimes it's nice to be in a relationship where both parties are equal. Yeah. And um, yeah. All right. Well, you know what? So I, I accept you. Thank you. You were seen. You were heard. It's just it's the it's the it's the trouble with having a brand. It's yeah. like when Miley yeah. Cyrus cut her hair off and mm-hmm. people were so upset because she was a a Nickelodeon or a Disney kid. She's a Disney princess with long brown hair and all of a sudden she's sexually active. She has short blonde hair. Remember Hannah Montana? Yeah. Yeah. Not anymore. Not anymore. And people were upset because it was off brand. But sometimes you have to create a new brand. Exactly. So just like we were kind of upset when she went from her uh, Flaming Lips collab. Oh, yeah. Malibu. Malibu, Which that song was fine. Not my favorite. Not my favorite. I really liked the album she did with Wayne Cohn. So that's a speaking of sexy things. Put on that album. Don't start with track one. Start with track like it's three or four space boots. Mm -hmm. Start with space boots. It is a great make out sensual love making. The first time you listened to it, actually, the power was out at your house and you lit some candles and listened to that album. Yes. Um, and it is. Yeah, it's a great candlelight make out album. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. And um. Maybe you can try this too while you're listening to that. The tantalizing turnaround. Ooh. Face his legs instead of his face when you're on top. That's called the, reverse the, cowgirl. I, the, yeah. I know. I was like, so it's the reverse cowgirl. Um, but they like to, to call it the tantalizing turnaround. Uh he'll great he'll get a great view of your backside, a surefire turn on, and if his erection points out instead of up. 
this position will feel especially incredible to him. Um, so, yeah. Interesting. And okay. then, as a woman, uh, you might have learned at your gynecologist, like which way your vagina and uterus tilt. It doesn't just go straight up and down. I think with most women, it tilts forward. Okay. Um, and then sometimes it tilts back. I think my doctor said mine tilts backwards, which mm. is why, you know, sometimes the dick goes too deep and mm-hmm. it just, it, it doesn't, it puts pressure on the uh, anus. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> I want to edit that out, <laughs> like most of the things I say on this show. But yeah, so that's why different angles, okay. it's going to hit different buttons. Right. Because everyone's anatomy is different. How um, do you feel about food and sex? I have this finger food foreplay. Oh, Jesus. Um, have a romantic dinner without utensils so you can feed each other. There's something sensual about placing food in your partner's mouth. It's such fun, especially when you serve stuff that's not supposed to be eaten with your hands, like salads or pasta. After a meal like this, serve yourself dessert. I have a lot of problems with this shoe. Like salad or pasta? First of all, I have eaten salad. No dressing, obviously, but... (laughs) I have eaten salad with my hands while driving because often I work at restaurants, Mm -hmm. I get a shift meal, I'll take a salad home, but I've gone 10 hours without eating and I will shovel that fucking salad into my mouth with my bare hands while driving. So for me, eating food with my hands is something that's done out of desperation (laughs) and not something that's done out of sensuality. I also, again, don't want sugar near my puss. Right. So... I don't really want any food product near my vagina. Uh-huh. Um, so that I'm like, are we gonna wash our hands now? Right. Before we fuck? Like, wash your hands. Wash I mean, your hands before you touch my pussy. And I just I just can't with their example of salad or pasta. No. How unsexy is feeding someone pasta with your hands? Is this dry pasta? Like unsauced? It's got to be just plain noodles. Butter noodles, maybe? I mean, it's just upsetting. It's not. I also, I really don't like mixing food and sex because it's not like you chew it and it all goes down. Like you chew it, but there's like some, you got to like lick the teeth. There's grains in there. And the last thing that I ever want to do is kiss someone and have them get some of the sawdust of what I ate before and be like, is that granola? I don't ever want any food that's in my mouth to get into someone else's mouth ever. You taste like bacon bits. <laughs> I'm always eating bacon bits and then making out. It's kind of my thing. Um, yeah, I just don't. I don't really like food in the bedroom. I feel like those are two different. I am someone who enjoys carnal pleasures, so yes. I do enjoy. I enjoy food immensely. I enjoy sex immensely, but I don't really need them to be together. I do know that you can kind of tell how someone is as, as a lover by how they eat. Huh. I once ate. Um, I once ate soup in a bread bowl with I, someone that I I, I uh, later I I threw up in my mouth a little. I later intercoursed. Oh. Now, for me, when I'm eating bread, I, I eat it. I eat it like the Europeans. I tear off pieces. I dip it in the sauce. Yeah. I dip it in olive oil. Like you, I, I like to tear bread with my hand and dip it and eat it. And it's a pleasurable. Who doesn't? 
this motherfucker didn't. Uh-oh. I've never seen someone eat so clinically. He, he never touched the bread with his hands. Interesting. I didn't like anything about it. Did he eat the bread bowl? He, I think, kind of, once he finished neatly and slowly eating the soup, kind of maybe with his spoon got oh, a little bit of the bread. Yeah. And ate some of the bread that way. But he never once tore at any of the bread. He never once touched the bread. He never enjoyed the bread. Bread is a decadent food. Bread is a yeah. carnal food. Oh, if my you, God. I love bread. Nothing is more sensual to me than like fresh baked loaves oh. of bread, that texture, that smell. <laughs> yeah. Like that is a sensual experience, fresh bread. Mm, nom, 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 nom. And if you don't dive in and enjoy with your hands, with your mouth, with your feelings, your body, your soul, fresh bread, you are not a good lover. There's no way. No way. I love bread. I, I love bread. <laughs> I can't wait to make Oprah the graphic for this episode uh, and it'll make no sense. Yeah. Um, Until then. Until you get to this very part. Um, but I'm, here's maybe a tip for our, our, okay. our listeners. Maybe on a first date with someone, go to your local... Oh, this sounds so hipster. Go to like every every town has a bunch of artisan bakeries. Right. Go to like the local, you know, bakery and eat something that involves bread or get a mm -hmm. bread appetizer with like olive oil and just watch how this other person enjoys bread. And then you can know whether or not you want to sleep with them. I like that. Yeah. Pro tip Ooh, from yeah. Simone J. I'm going to get an Oprah tattoo of like her with a bunch of loaves of bread around her. Are you really? very artsy. Yeah. I really want to. I think our listeners should fund um, that. With a banner that says, I love bread. Okay. PayPal shoe. No, Venmo shoe at shoe Marley <laughs> yeah. with the note in the notes, right? I love bread. And she will put that in her Oprah tattoo fund. <laughs> Yeah, I will definitely. I'll really get that tattoo if I ever get enough money to get it. Yeah, yeah. Ta good tattoos, which yeah. she has. Her tattoos are very, very good. Oh, ones. thank you. They're not cheap. They're not cheap. Yeah, I want to get that on the back of one of my calves. <laughs> yes, like a calf piece. I want. I would want uh, it on your stomach, but it's not my body. It's yours, <laughs> so I can't tell you where to put Oprah. Oh uh, well, I'm saving my stomach till after I have child, if oh. I ever do, and then also I just want it to be like really either like really gangster or just like really gnarly oh. like i just want something that they're like oh that bitch is crazy um all right <laughs> i just i would love the idea of forgetting just, that you have an oprah tattoo and then it's swimsuit so or crop top season yeah and it's like it's also oprah season i'd be like i uh, love, love summer i love summer <laughs> Oh my god. All right. Yeah, that'll be good. Um while cooking any, any, dinner. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I have more. Speaking of food. While cooking dinner, put marinara. Okay, so in this what? scenario, you're cooking dinner topless. Your man is in the other room, I think, and <sighs> it says put marinara on your nipple and ask him to taste it and tell you if it's spicy enough. <laughs> so you're wearing an apron. And no shirt. You're going to put some hot ass fucking marinara on your nipples. And then you're going to walk into the other room where he's watching football and go, can you taste this and tell me if it's spicy enough? It'll be like, there's a hair on your nipple. <laughs> he'll go, ew, there's hair in the marinara. And then he'll brush the marinara off and realize that it's a hair oh, growing no, it's out of your nipple. Oh, no, it's just on your nipple. <laughs> Never mind. 
That is upsetting to me because that is a surefire way to burn your nipples. Yeah. I mean, if you, the only way you can do this is if it's cold, already made marinara, you know it's fine. You don't need it to be taste tested, really. Even though he'll be like, it's cold. That's kind of weird. Maybe room temperature right out of the jar. I I don't know. Fucking marinara? What the fuck? This is. It's starting to upset me. Shoes triggered. Well, here's one that <laughs> I asked Lou if he wanted to try out okay. for show research, and he declined, which was the answer that I wanted. Oh, okay. Because if he said yes, I would have had to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, slip a donut around his dick, then eat it off. But like, oh, okay, boy. first of all, donuts generally have kind of a tight hole, so you're going to yeah. have to drill out the yeah and then it's you're, just gonna break in half it's just gonna break and depending maybe a crispy cream would work because they're doughy mm-hmm. but then you're spending a lot of time donuts are they involve a lot of chewing they're kind of you know and you see yeah. you're, you're spending a lot of time on the donut you're not e- actually touching his dick yeah so i did not like that and i'm like very that glad either. that lou politely declined no. <laughs> I asked Deacon if he knew what the grapefruit trick was. What did he and say? He's like, yeah, you put a, you put a grapefruit on your dick and give head with it. Like, I, I was like, oh, okay. He's like, everyone knows about that. I was like, who the fuck are you, you pervert? This fully um, supports the theory that your husband and I are very similar. If I did not have depression, yes. if I had a dick and was depression free, I would pretty much be your husband. I, I've married the male version of Sydney. How fun for you. <laughs> um. So when we went to the grocery store last night, we were putting our groceries away and he's like, hey, did you get a grapefruit? And I was like, oh, no, I forgot. And he's like, well, guess we can't do that. <laughs> God, the citric acid just is dangerous. Which I was just like, yeah, because you get half a grapefruit and you put a hole in the middle. Is this right? And then you put it with the skin up. So up, yeah, facing up. And then you put the grapefruit down onto the dick. Mm -hmm. And then you give head with the grapefruit like at the base when you could just spit in your palm and then you like use the grapefruit to like massage up and down while you're licking the head it's like an assist yeah. for you yeah it's an assist um i just feel like it's so unnecessary yeah it's very it, and it's not spontaneous because you have no. to plan it out yes and have sex before the grapefruit on your nightstand dries out i will say there is a great video um uh, with a woman showing you how mm-hmm. to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you just YouTube grapefruit oral sex. Um, the guy <laughs> I lost my virginity to before uh, he and I uh, made sex, mm-hmm. we lost our virginities to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, he had sex with a cantaloupe. And I knew this because <sighs> we were on the same punk rock message board and uh-huh. people made fun of him for it. Nice. And I said to myself, I'm going to lose my virginity to this guy who has fucked a cantaloupe. He explained it to me after we began to date that he drilled a, a dick size hole in one side and then he made a carb on the other side uh-huh. to try to make suction. So he'd like push it down and then put his finger over the carb hole. Wow. And then pull it back. Um, and then... <laughs> He's an engineer now. He's a real cantaloupe engineer. (laughs) And then he wedged it between the toilet lid and toilet seat so he could actually fuck it instead of 
sliding it no. on his dick, he would fuck the cantaloupe. <sighs> um, he said it was very difficult. He did not come in the cantaloupe. He had to finish himself off. But then he had to cut the cantaloupe up into pieces, like... And put the meat down the garbage disposal. So when his mom came home and was like, hey, where'd the cantaloupe go? He could say, I ate it all. And there wouldn't be a whole cantaloupe in the trash. Oh, my Um, God. I had a roommate who would fuck the couch. Oh, yeah. Or his mattress sometimes, which I guess this is a a thing people do. Yeah. You get... um, a sandwich baggie, the ones that fold over, not mm. the ones with the ziplock. Zip Do not ziplock. No. Um, and you put lube in it, and then you put it on your dick, and then you put your dick in between, like a mattress and a box spring, or the couch cushion and the couch. Mm-hmm. Um, he would always fuck my favorite chair, which was very upsetting. I walked in on him finishing one day. It was he's like, I didn't know you were gonna be home. I was like. I, I got off work early. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. Um, that's interesting way to masturbate. Try it um, out. I try it out. It might make it for some bad habits. Yeah. Um, as you make might make it harder to have regular sex. I yeah, but like I don't any know. amount of like if you've ever been with someone who's been alone for too long and yeah. their entire like They've just had too much solo sex experience. It's hard for them to have to con- sex yeah, sex. because they're used to focusing on themselves right. and not another person. So true. But um, it can be remedied yeah. with enough sex. Yeah, you just have to fuck them a lot yes. and then uh, you know, fuck some sense like, into them. Look at me. This is about uh, us, not about you. Hand to hand, motherfucker. <laughs> or hand <laughs> to heart. <laughs> um, um Yeah. Uh also I did date a guy who um my friends were like, he has an STD. Be careful. And then so I was like, I heard you had an STD. And I just want to talk about it because we should be open and honest. Mm-hmm. And he was like, um, yeah. So when I was younger, I masturbated so much that I like scabbed up my penis. I like rubbed it raw. But I thought that that was an STD. So I went to my doctor and asked them about it. And they were like, you need to stop masturbating so often and like give yourself breaks Mm -hmm. and, you know, just wait till the scabs are done healing before you masturbate again or have sex. And um, but then, you know, he told a friend who told a friend. Yeah. It became a rumor. Um, But yeah, that was the thing, too. Yeah, it happens, you know. Injuries happen. Be careful. Uh, what, what I'm trying to say is be careful how you masturbate. Yeah. Um. All right. Cosmo. I have two more. Okay. I'm sorry, Shu. <laughs> uh, Cosmo has one called the fork. And oh, gosh. And you press a fork. Nope. Yeah, I know. I thought this was going to be just like kind of like a scissoring, but for straight people and you're forking. Yeah. No. No. Um. You press a fork firmly, but don't break the skin or anything. <laughs> Uh, into different parts of his body, what? his butt cheeks, his pecs, his his thighs. That's a direct quote. Oh, don't do that. Just, why? There's no there's no reason to do that. There's plenty. I of- do some 
try to do some gentle biting instead of that. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? A fork? And there are like cool tools if you go to a sex store. Like right. they have these things that are like rolly. Doctors use them to uh-huh. see if you can have, if you have feeling in your legs and it's like little dull points on like a wheel. Yes. Like you can buy those at the sex toy store. They're cheap. They're mm-hmm. affordable. It's not a fucking fork. Don't use a fork. Um, bizarre. That is a bizarre. Cosmo is fucking weird, dude. They're just like telling you to use shit around the house when it's like, yeah, but for like $2, you can buy something that's like you can buy the right tool for the job. Cosmo is making people have weird sex lives. Here's one. Okay. Take the vacuum attachment. (laughs) So take like the little attachment off the hose. Yeah. And press the vacuum hose against uh, your clit over the panties of course and it's like if you have a it said if you have a super strong vacuum don't press it all the way against the panties but hold it near no just don't do that at all what is sexy you know when you turn on a vacuum and kind of the dust comes out the back like vacuums don't smell good they're dirty if you're using it at all to actually clean your carpets or rugs or floor yeah you're not gonna want it to be on your fucking clit even if it's through your underwear that don't do that. And to be honest, I'm not going to have sex with anybody who has carpet in their house because carpet's gross. Yeah, carpet's bad. Why do you have a vacuum? I mean, I love the way it feels on my feet, but at the end of the day... Get a rug. Get a rug. Yeah, rugs are better. Wow. Um. So we've covered, we've covered the bad. Yeah. I had a couple not terrible ideas. Okay, tell me. I'm Yeah, I'm, I'm deleting this list from my life Oh, thank now. God. Okay, so here's some not terrible ones, and... To be honest, most of the ones that were not terrible were the ones where men wrote in to give mm. sex tips to women. Oh, okay. Um, and I'll acknowledge, like, Cosmo is hetero-focused. So I yes. should have said that at the beginning. This is, like, kind of a male-female. I mean, you did mention how they always say him. Yeah. And please, if you are not heterosexual, just apply the her or the him yeah or I like mean, whatever you want i'm sorry that you were excluded but cosmo's like a kind of a hetero focused magazine yeah it's Maybe not simone Che. it's cosmo it's cosmo so. yeah um so here's some not terrible ones slow down yeah. what's the hurry slow what's down hurry? i did see that one that um was good. They had a lot of tips, like the uh, one about like moving your tongue around, uh-huh. using your hand. Yeah. And I basically just wrote, yeah, they said, give a good blowjob. <laughs> that's that's a good sex tip. <laughs> yes. Um, Look at each other. Yes. I, I saw the one that was like make eye contact during sex. Mm-hmm. I find it uncomfortable if it lasts too long. It can't last too long. So yes, look at each other, but also don't feel like you have to stare into each other's souls. Yeah. Um, just a casual connection yeah. here and there. Just touch base. Yeah. Um, dress sexy when you go out together. And that's fun yeah. to be like, yeah, I'm his sexy bitch. Like mm-hmm. it feels good to get dolled up and go out on the town. And that's definitely a foreplay is when, you know, it's like you feel good. You mm-hmm. look good. You feel good. You feel sexy. And then you go home and you take off that sexy outfit and go to town bone zone yeah also like i sometimes i'll come home from work and i put on like sweat especially lately it's cold i'll put on like sweatpants and a sweater mm-hmm. or like a long sleeve shirt and just chill but then when it's time to actually go to bed i go and i put on my negligee Ooh la la. and i sleep in like vintage silk dresses something 
similar to what my grandma sleeps in. Yeah, because it makes you um, feel like a sexy lady. But yeah, it's sexy because it's soft and it's satiny and it's pretty. And and then I get in bed in that. And, and then, you know, it's kind of like, oh, you dressed up for me. Yeah. You're keeping it uh, sexy. Yeah. That's a pro tip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, put a pillow. Uh, whoever's on the bottom, your, under your butt, under his butt, pillow on the butt. Oh, that's good. That's always a good prop. It gives you a yeah. different angle. You don't need one of those weird triangle sex pillows they sell at the sex stores. Like, just put a pillow under your stomach or under your butt and give yourself some leverage. Give yourself a boost. Yeah. Or do a plank while you get plowed. Ooh. Whatever. Build that core, baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just supposing. Mm-hmm. Uh, be vocal. So, And it says expressing oh, uh-huh. like your pleasure. Like, that feels good. Ooh, baby, mm-hmm. I love watching your cock go in my pussy <laughs> or your desires. Like, you know, that, I mean, that because that's good. Yeah. It's a dot. Keep a dialogue going. Mm-hmm. I want you to spank me. I want you to quit pulling on my hair. Yeah. Get your finger out of there. I want you to, you know, take the dog for a walk after this. <laughs> Stay at the clit. Uh, just <laughs> nope too fast yeah like slow it down communication is key um be in the moment yes don't start wandering in your head don't don't start thinking about it too much just be in the moment with the feelings and the pleasure and be responsive to what your partner's doing be here now don't be in your head don't be i think a lot of times people are overthinking during sex definitely do they like this? Do whatever. Do I like this? Should I do this? Or you just, you start to do something for like a second, but then you're like, maybe they don't like it. What Uh should I do next? And it's like, don't be thinking in the past or the future. Just be here now. And I find that like mindfulness is one of the best things in the bedroom. Yes. Like mindfulness is a great practice in daily life and living, but also it makes for really great sex. Yes, that is a really good tip. Um and then they said sex toys can be fun. Don't be shy mm-hmm. about like let's go buy something together. Let's oh, yeah. try this out. Sometimes I as a woman, it is sometimes hard to come no matter how turned on you are or how in the moment you are. It's mm-hmm. just like damn, just like oh, it's about to and then you moved a fraction of an inch and now it's gone um in times like that i like to bring out my vibrator and be like you know what it's i'm having a hard time we've been at it for a while now Mm -hmm. i'm ready to call in the cavalry and um i'm gonna come now yeah and it's also it's nice because sometimes like if you're trying to play with your clit while you get fucked like your wrist can start to hurt yes um so sp- tools yeah so tools are nice and also like guys can feel the vibration so uh-huh. it's like i think women shouldn't be embarrassed about using a vibrator because right. it isn't just amping up the experience for them it is amping up the experience for a man because he gets to feel the vibration and also see you have that pleasure which mm-hmm. is a turn on and sometimes it's fun to be like you hold the vibrator like yeah. you have control over it um and cock rings are really fun they just they make everything harder <laughs> yeah because they're they're cock rings because they're cock rings and that's what they do um so that's fun um feathers as we said earlier can be fun i don't know if you saw that movie 40 days and 40 nights with um josh oh hartnett 
Oh. Uh, where he doesn't have sex. Oh, yeah, that's uh, he right. He has like a bet going. Mm-hmm. And he gives uh, his girlfriend that he meets a orgasm with feathers. Because they can't touch. They can't touch. That was a sexy movie. Yeah, that's for me, like the anticipation is like such a turn on for mm-hmm. me where I'm like, make me beg for it. Play hard yeah. to get. Like, yeah, totally. Let's, let's, um, skirt, let's skirt the issue, as they say. Yeah, have fun with foreplay. Sometimes it's fun to not even have sex. Yeah. And be like, ooh, tonight, like, only foreplay. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see how we can make each other come without actually inserting anything. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, check out your local sex toy store. Don't be embarrassed mm-hmm. to go in there. Those They're fun. Yeah. And whoever is working there, like, they don't give a shit. Yeah. You, so. You're never going to be the creepiest person that they have seen. Definitely so. not. Um, all right. Well, I guess that's it. We've covered all of our <laughs> terrible Cosmo sex tips and given you some good things to try out. Yeah, we hope you had fun and you learned something and you have something that you're ready to go try out with someone special. And um, yeah, have fun. Happy hump day. Happy hump day. 